Hello and welcome to Trainer's Voice, brought to you by Guardian Angel Equine, a podcast created for the busy equestrian in mind for on-the-go training, chat, and learning. My goal as a trainer is to help improve horses' lives and performance by educating and helping their owners. These episodes are my opinions based on my knowledge from research and experience. Feel free to ask any questions. My links are always in the show notes. Hey guys, and welcome back. So we are probably doing our last podcast of 2023, and it has been an amazing year. I've had numerous opportunities, and some I've taken, others I had to let go, but I just kind of want to do like a recap of 2023 and kind of give y'all a heads up of what's going in 2024. So... 2023 was honestly pretty awesome. We were blessed with a house to rent with over 100 acres. I was able to uh, take in some training courses and send them home, all happy customers. And then um, I took in Rhythm again. And uh, of course, the boys were happy to be there. And I acquired a horse named Oki. Some of y'all may or may not have seen that on my Facebook. Um, but Hokey, Oki, Oki, oh my gosh. Oki does have a new home now. Um, we ended up having to move from that house. So uh, my boys are back at a boarding place where they were before. Um, Oki went to a new home, uh, and he's going to be quite happy there. He's going to be able to be a trail horse, maybe a lesson horse. He's going to do awesome. He's going to be so happy. However, um, Rhythm did go home, and we are now in a holding space for me to be able to purchase my own place. Ideally, what I would like is a house with 10 acres. Um, It would be great, fantastic. That would be a start. Of course, that's not what I want my end goal to be. But um, as of right now, I don't have a very good down payment in order to do that. So I am currently staying with a family member until I can get that down payment. And then uh, hopefully soon hopefully by middle of next year. I'm hoping by April-ish. I might be pushing it a little bit, but I can get a decent down payment to where I can actually purchase my own place. Um, And with that being said, uh, I will have the boys again and then hopefully officially start my own dream. So, The house um, with 100 acres was a blessing. Absolutely loved it. We were there a little over a year. Um, But as all things good, they must all come to an end. So now um, it was kind of a blessing in disguise. It pushed me to actually realize, you know what? I'm tired of renting and putting my money in places that are not mine. So now we are digging our heels in and we are going to purchase our own place. And I am super excited for that. I think I have found a cheap rent house, hopefully crossing fingers. Pray for me. Um, 
but hopefully I found a cheap rent house so that way I can have somewhere of my own to stay for a bit, but also able to save for my down payment. So hopefully all goes well. But um, that's kind of what has happened here lately. So I have quite a few ideas coming into mind. I am potentially looking for a ranch job depending um, on things. So I've been looking around and I have had one offer, um, but it's kind of too far away. Um, and there is no housing in with the job. So I don't think that I'm going to take that, but I am looking possibly like night watch or something like that, uh, falling out or something to kind of help with getting money in. So we'll see. I've also thought about getting into drawing again. Um, the only thing is all my art supplies is put in storage. So I'm thinking about digital drawing, but I don't know how well that is going these days. So, um, I've had a lot of thoughts. So that's just kind of where I've, where I'm at right now. I just kind of wanted to give y'all a heads up and I, uh, briefly wanted to talk about blanketing. I'm pretty sure I have talked about blanketing multiple times <laughs> and kind of my thought process, because I know this is something that people just really, really worry about. And here's the thing. I want to say I talked about blanketing last year, but we're just going to touch it a little bit. We're not going to get into it. Not a huge long podcast to finish the year off. Um, because going into Christmas next week, I am sure this will probably be the last podcast of 2023. So, um, I also did purchase a microphone for the podcast. So hopefully crossing fingers that goes well, we'll see. I'm going to try to step up my podcasting for next year and make a better quality podcast. Hopefully I can edit it a little bit better. We'll see kind of what happens. I'm going to try to play around with that. So um, do be prepared for that. I'm super excited. Um, podcast just seems to be where it's at in my life right now. I've let go of my YouTube pretty much. Um, and my Instagram is kind of just a here and there thing. Um, I'm mainly still on my Facebook and that's about it. I do need to get back into the Facebook group. Um but, you know, we'll, we'll just go with whatever my feels are for this, for this year and start of next year. So, but blanketing. So just briefly, uh, I'm going to talk about the way I blanket. Um, the way I blanket is based on multiple studies that I have found, equine behavior, and uh, just kind of your gathered knowledge throughout the year and experience. And so what I do, and again, this is all based on experience studies, you know, all the research that I have done to try to make sure I'm doing right by my horse. And most people will also agree with it. Some people may not. However, I do want to point out that you will blanket different if you clip your horse or if your horse is like religiously competitive, 
like they can like they compete more than if they compete like once a week or twice a week um to me that is really competitive so if if you're actually competing and hauling through the winter and you're riding almost every day then a lot of the times i would put a sheet or a light blanket on that is what i would do however um if you only ride here and there and you may go to an occasional show i typically do not blanket um so this is for horses that typically don't do a whole lot during the winter you may ride them occasionally but you don't ride hard and you may go to an occasional show but it's not like you're going every weekend so with that being said um i typically do not blanket what does it take for me to have to blanket if i walk out and i'm feeding or i'm checking water and I see that my horse is obviously shivering. I am going to check to see if my horse is wet. If my horse is wet, then I will dry him off first. And then I will put a sheet on. I always start with a sheet, uh, mainly because my horses are horses. That's, that, that's it, that's all there is to it. They can and will survive in the cold. Now, both of my horses are easy keepers. So as far as horses that are hard keepers, I would blanket them. Um, I would put a sheet on them and see how they do. Uh, and of course, as always, no matter what, give your horse all the forage in the world so they can forage all day long. Um, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. It doesn't matter if your horse it has a winter coat or not. Um, but I would blanket if my horse is a, is a hard keeper. So, but with that, I usually start with a sheet and I kind of figure out what my horse is better, uh, what he's most happy with. If he needs a little thicker of a blanket, then I shall put one on him. Um, if he needs a thick blanket. I will put one on him, but I try to make sure and watch his behavior, his body behavior, um, and make sure that, you know, and I'll check him, make sure he's not sweating or anything like that, because a hard keeper for them to not lose a crap ton of weight um, during the winter, what will help them is all the forage in the world, adding some alfalfa, and then also putting a blanket on that is not too hot for them so that way they can stay a little warmer their body's not having to work to keep them warm that hay that they're going to be munching on um, is going to assist in keeping them warm but because they are a hard keeper and they might get cold it's going to help them not shiver all that fat away that they just ate so um all that warmth away. So I do blanket or at least put a sheet on my harder keepers. Most of the time I will put like no more than a lighter blanket on a sheet or a lighter blanket. I hardly ever do a sheet and a blanket. Um, unless my blanket is not waterproof or if my sheet is not waterproof. 
Other times that I will blanket will also depend upon if it is raining or not or snowing. Usually even if it is snow, it will have to depend on if it is wet snow or if it is kind of like a, that powdery, fluffy snow. Depends on all that. Um, if it rains, I will have to walk out and see that my horse is shivering before I even decide to put a blanket on because they have that undercoat that assists in trapping that heat in. So if my horse is just wet from the rain, but he is not shivering, I will not put a blanket on. Now, if he is wet and he is shivering, again, I will always dry him off and then I will put a sheet on. Now, most horses, if you have like a waterproof sheet and you walk outside and you know it's going to rain that day, depending on how hard it's going to rain, I will put a sheet on that's a waterproof just because. Um, but blanketing to me and the way I do it requires a lot of weather watching, which means I am going to have to make sure, okay, is it going to rain? How hard is it going to rain? How much is it going to rain? Is it going to snow? Is it going to be wet snow, icy, powdery snow? Like what kind is that going to be? And then I have to look at the temperature. Most of the time I do not, I do not blanket unless it drops below 35 degrees Fahrenheit. If it drops below 35, a lot, a lot of people will say 40, um, but watching my horses through the years, uh, most of the time at 40, they're still okay unless it's rainy. And then I'll try to be like, okay, it's 40 degrees out today. It's going to rain. Looks like we're going to get a lot of rain. So I'm going to go ahead and just throw a sheet on. Now, do not throw a sheet or a blanket on a horse that's already wet and just leave it. Do not do that. You can make them sick. Um, but I have noticed Jake is more of a hardy horse than um, Betten. Betten will get cold at, at 40 um, if he is wet. I will walk out and see him shivering. Um, so I do try to keep a sheet on him if I know it's going to drop below 40 and it's going to be wet. Now, usually he is fine if it is 35 and they're dry, there's no rain in sight. Usually they are still fine at 35. Um, but if it's going to snow or if it's going to be like wet snow or it's going to rain and it's going to rain a lot or it may be like rain and winds, I will go ahead and put sheets on them. So it's kind of difficult. All this stuff is kind of like... You know, it's it's a lot of work to be to blanket your horse in my eyes properly because it's a lot of weather watching. It's a lot of understanding because your horses don't really need blankets unless, like I said, you clipped them or they're competing a lot. You know, if they're just being horses, like they know how to survive. They're they will get that winter coat. And if for some reason they don't develop a winter coat, because I know in Oklahoma, it is super weird out here. The weather, like today is, I don't even have it. Today's 52 degrees. And it's still, like I could still walk outside in, in shorts. So, 
I mean, it's very weird out here. Um, but you know, tomorrow could be 52 and it'd be freezing, you know, not literally freezing, but it be super freaking cold. And, you know, because the wind could be blowing, the wind's not blowing. So a lot of factors play in. Um, but I had for one year, Jake did not develop a winter coat like he typically does. Now he developed a, a oops, he developed a smaller winter coat. Um, and it was okay. Um, but if it dropped to 40 degrees and it was windy, he did not do okay. Um, that winter coat, that what lat, little winter coat he did have, uh, did not do well. It just did not happen, man. So, um, that's one thing that can happen if for some reason your horse does not develop a winter coat like they should. But if they have a thick winter coat like normal, if they you know, they're not being ridden or worked consistently, then typically they do just fine through the winter.